Guys, welcome to episode two of Little Dream Cloud podcast with Hugh and Daniel. Uh, I'm Daniel, and today we got into uh, some heavy topics that have just been on our mind lately. I've been sick, and Hugh is just grinding away at an album right now and um, dealing with a lot of stuff. And in this episode, we had some great conversation about the creative process and some of the struggles that go along with the daily and weekly grind uh, in the creative industries and how we deal with those things. And And we don't have all of the answers uh, to those issues, but we really dive into how we cope with them and we ask each other uh, what we do to um, deal with them and take care of our mental and physical health uh, as we go through these things. So um, I hope you uh, feel very seen after this episode if you're going through any of these things. And uh, I hope you can learn some some techniques and things you can do to get yourself through uh, the next rough spot in your career. So um, please enjoy. What's up, man? <laughs> Dude, what are you eating? I am literally slugging down a bacon cheddar scone right now. It is I a- know that I already know this, but I want the listener to be in on what I just got <laughs> to experience before we were recording, which was you just <laughs> really enjoying that bacon cheddar scone. Oh, man. it's If you guys have never had a bacon cheddar scone, your life... Is pretty bland so far, I would say. It is the best thing on this planet with a good sip of coffee afterwards, dude. And the ones from uh, Moonbake in Huntsville, uh, they're like a little sweet. Oh, yeah. It's just a perfect mis- a little mixture of like sweet savory. glaze. Mm. Yeah, meaty. Yep, you get a little savory punch every now and then, a little savory surprise. <laughs> uh, it's so good, dude. It was one of my favorite things when we would have, uh, uh, when we have meetings at Moonbake and we just were in there and then you come in, I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm getting the scone now. Oh, yeah. Yep, it's the mu- it's a must when you go there. It's it's so popular they run out by like 10 a.m. So yeah, you got to get them quick. You got to get you got to get down there, man. <laughs> so so fun fact, uh, Daniel is pretty much a regular at Moonbake Shop. Sure am. Uh, in in Huntsville, so much so that you know, why don't you tell us some of the some of the perks that you get when you walk into Moonbake? <laughs> Well, it's a crazy, so like, I don't know why, I don't know if this is just me, but I've always had this like goal of being a regular somewhere and like being the guy that like, when you walk into like a restaurant or like a, like a coffee shop or whatever it is, you like are recognized by name. They know your order. It's like something out of a movie. Right. And I kept, I live above this bakery, by the way, if you guys don't know that. And, um, it's dangerous. I go down there like every other day and I basically pay their rent. So, um, I was going in a lot and there is this girl who plays really good music on her phone in there. And she was playing Penny and Sparrow. Um, what song was it? Crap. I can't remember the song, but there was a specific song 
that she would play from Penny and Sparrow every time I walked in, like clockwork. It was hilarious. So eventually I was just like, are you a Penny and Sparrow fan? And <laughs> and they live like, I mean, 45 minutes away from here. So yeah, it was always my goal to like shoot a music video with them too, you know? And she would, uh, she was like, she kind of laughed and she was like, yeah. Um, and she like, you know, we had this great conversation about other like, indie folky artists and stuff and um ever since then i became known as the penny and sparrow guy and because they always played it when i walked in they started pranking me and just like they if they saw me come in they'd play it like on repeat (laughs) yeah it's like i can be sitting in there working um and and a lot of times if i have a meeting with daniel there i go there early and and try to prepare and get some stuff done and it's like he comes in, all of a sudden the music is like curated. <laughs> I I go up to like order something again with him and they're like, Oh no, no, yeah, drip coffee, no, it's on the house. Like <laughs> we're getting free stuff. And I'm like, what I'm like with a celebrity here. <laughs> I was like, I was I was up here ordering like an hour ago and I had to pay for everything. Now I'm up here with you and they're like, No, 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 it's fine. You can keep the coffee. It's on the house. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. I didn't expect that at all. And what the greatest part is like, I had no idea until you told me that because there was, you know, there's times where like I take meetings down there a lot with you and other people. And it's, it's funny because they'll like almost handle my meetings for me too. They'll be like, Oh, Daniel, or, you know, I'll come in and, and they'll be in the bathroom. I'm like looking around confused and they're like, Oh, your, your friend is like, in the bathroom right now. He'll be out in a second. I'm just like, oh, okay, great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, and then whenever we leave, they're like, bye, Daniel. Yeah, right. I literally had somebody one time while I was standing at the counter be like, you're Daniel's friend, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I am. And they're like, oh, cool. <laughs> That's just insane. It's, it's goals, man. I literally, I feel so accomplished in life now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy for you. It's so much fun to do that. Um, okay, cool. Now that we have a story, well, anyway, uh, a, a, the story's out. How are you doing? Um, how, how, how doing a lot going? better than I was. That's for sure. Um, I've been sick, as you know, uh, for like seven days, like a good week, a good five days, and then like two recovery days. You know, um, the flu yeah, came. You messaged around. me and. You messaged me and you were like, I'm sick. Can we record another time? And I was like, yeah. And then I feel like I just didn't hear from you anymore. And I was like, I hope he's all right. I, yeah, I basically died after that because that was the first day I felt bad. And I woke up. I had the worst body aches. I thought, oh, you know, I'll get up and move around. It'll be fine. And ended up being the flu. And it just like put me down, dude. Um, yeah, so that was not good. Um I was going to try and record so, so badly. And I like got out of bed. I even sat at my computer, but I like literally couldn't, I was like, dude, I can't have a conversation right now. Like I can't even speak. I hurt so bad. So yeah, that, uh, that put me down pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, man. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Brand new. <laughs> Reborn. You know, getting sick sometimes is almost a good forced break from things yeah so it's nice but um how you doing doing good it the weather is finally established um itself as being cold and only being cold 
and cloudy oh, pretty boy. much here in the in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> which we knew was going to happen. Like we were, we were expecting it, but but it's here. It's finally happened. We had uh, this morning. It was sunny. And it's always so nice when it's sunny here because you just like wake up and there's this beautiful light coming through the window and it's like, ah, a beautiful morning. And so <laughs> I got up this morning super excited um, and like sat in the sun down in the living room for a little while and had some coffee. It was great. Um, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Other than that, I'm doing well, working on uh, some projects right now. So close to finishing the album. It, it hurts. I'm like... It's so close to being done. <laughs> I really just want it to be done, but I'm also dealing with the feeling of like having this thing that I've been working on now for what feels like years. In reality, I guess it's been like a little over a year, but it feels like so much longer. I'm like, wow, this is this is almost done. It's about to be be finished. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. But uh yeah, that's kind of what been what's going on over here. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, um, I, I had a question for you. Yeah, go for it. Um, unless you had something that you wanted to say on no, that. You're good. Okay. I was just wondering with you being sick and kind of have you mentioned like having that, um, forced time off. Yeah. What's that like for you? Cause like you're someone who is constantly creating for yourself, like, in your freelance business, doing, creating videos, having fun, doing passion projects. Like, is it hard for you to have forced time off or is it like, God, I'm so happy that this happened. (laughs) Well, it's, it's funny you bring that up because I was going to get into the worst part of this last week was, you know, I, I, I physically couldn't do anything. And then mentally it was just, you know, hard. I mean, I had brain fog and stuff and I I had a lot of like FOMO. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. 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 So I didn't know what this was until like this last few months. Like I've never heard this term. I don't know where I've been, but (laughs) so the fear of missing out and I, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I don't know. Maybe I haven't ever felt like that. This is new to you. (laughs) What? This is a new, this is a new thing for you. This is new for me. I I feel very uncultured (laughs) right now, but that kind of blows my mind, honestly. I, yeah, you know, I like to think that I don't know it because I have never missed out. I'm always, I'm always there in the action. You know what I mean? Because you're afraid to to uh, afraid to miss out. Yeah, right. Yeah, jokes on me. I actually worst fear ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I've had I've had a lot of that this last week. Um, I think because I spent most of my time uh, on the couch watching YouTube, uh, as I do whenever I'm sick or bored or not working, and. Um, just trying to pass the time and like not, you know, have body aches for a a single hour in the day. But, um, I was watching other creators do their thing. I was watching, uh, some like documentaries on filmmakers and whatnot. And like, um, I just started to feel really crappy about my own life and career. So that was, um, that was tough. Yeah. So like the fear of missing out when I'm sick or forced time off is, is hard, but I kept telling myself, you know, 
no one's missing missing you for one week or whatever you know what i mean and and i'm pretty useless if i don't take a break um i'm like not as creative i don't work as quickly things like that and i and i knew it was coming like the last like several months i've just been grinding so hard on freelance and personal projects uh and a couple of trips that i took where um I think I was just overworked, a little bit burnt, I think. So um, getting sick is almost nice for me because I have a chronic condition of like, n- I can't stop. Like, yeah, even against my own will, <laughs> I'll, I'll make myself do stuff. I don't know what it is. I appreciate it. It's better than being like chronically lazy. But, um, you know, I got to I have to like intentionally take stuff away from myself so do you feel like that's a healthy a healthy thing for you like the fact that you just want to keep going I mean obviously yes when it gets to a certain point like you're saying right now you you kind of anticipate it coming that you need to have a break but like when it when you're just kind of doing your thing and like grinding away like it it seems to be something that you kind of need in your life from what I know about you yeah I mean it's funny. It's kind of annoying. I, I love the grind like mentally. I love like waking up, running errands, grabbing a workout, you know, you're up early, um, talking to people, phone calls, like, um, you know, whatever, making videos. And I love the feeling. It's, just, it's fun. It's like an adrenaline rush. But my body hates it. I I get like the worst anxiety symptoms so quickly. Um, like my body lets me know that it's not okay. So I'm in a weird like struggle with like myself where it's like, well, I love the thought, I guess, of doing these things. Um, but I guess actually working that hard all the time is just like, I mean, it's not, you know, physically, I just can't handle it. And you know, you look at people and you're like, well, that guy does it, you know, and stuff like that yeah. on Instagram or that guy, or, you know, Peter McKinnon works, um, super hard and look at him. He's successful and blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. And this is ironic or coincidental. Um, as I'm feeling all these things I'm talking about, like the fear of missing out and all that stuff. I, I by the way, I don't watch Peter McKinnon anymore. Uh, nothing against him. I just like, don't. And I happened to see one of his videos and the title was like, I'm overwhelmed or something like that. It just came out. And I was like, oh, I'll just click on it and watch. I was like eating lunch or whatever. And he talks about how he got back from a trip and he was, he got really sick with the flu. I mean, like described it just how I felt. And I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. And, and he, you know, missed a, an F1 race that he was supposed to like go film at and like they had all this like VIP access and then he like missed a couple other trips and YouTube videos and he like didn't even leave his room for a week and then a week later he got sick again with his kids and he missed more trips and then he's still feeling like he's kind of burnt right now and and he was like he, he said that you know he um was like, uh, me- mental health is, is more important right now for me than getting these videos done or whatever. And he just, so he just pushed it all back. He's not like not getting them done, but it was kind of nice just to see like, all right, like 
Peter McKinnon wasn't missed for the seven days he he took off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I don't mean that in like a derogatory way, but like it's like like no one bat you know bat an eye that he was gone for a week, or at least I didn't, <laughs> yeah. or anyone else that I know that watches him. So I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to show up every day and in the you know in, in our career fields making music and being freelancers and making videos and like you, you it's up to you to get anything done you know what i mean and so it's like yeah um if something doesn't get done it's your fault and it's you know you have to like make your own schedule make your own tasks and you don't have someone just you don't show up at 9 a.m. Someone gives you a task list and you get it done by 5 p.m. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's I feel like the pressure is is the worst part. Sorry, I kind of got off there, but um, no, <laughs> I, I was just answered. wondering, like, I mean, you, you kind of expanded a little bit on this, like you're kind of revealing it as you talk anyway. But I was just wondering if you've had now that you've had a little time to reflect, like, what do you feel like you've learned from? this time having forced time off, you know, which I feel like you kind of expanded on it just then a little bit of like observation for you for yourself. But like, is there anything that you learned about yourself during this time that you're like, all right, cool. I need to apply this to my life now as I like get back into, um, my routine. Um, I don't know if it's, it's, as much, you know, I learned something new. It was more of like a reminder that I just need to set some more realistic expectations of myself. Um, and this kind of brings me to some points that I was going to bring up with you. Um, kind of like setting up my to-do list for the day. You know, it's when I write down, I don't know, five tasks that I want to do in a day, you know, it, it seems great on paper, you know, in the morning when I'm motivated, I'm looking at it going, yeah, I'm going to do all of this. And then the day kind of continues and, you know, some, I get some phone calls that were unexpected or I have some, I start cleaning around the house and procrastinating in that way and whatever. And then you end up not getting, anything done except like two tasks. And in reality, that's those two tasks are, are huge. You did great, but you didn't get all five done that you wrote down. And now you feel like you're behind and now your whole week is stressful and you have a lot of pressure on you. I think that's yeah. what I do. I don't know how you feel about the, like the to do list issue, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm constantly learning for myself how to best handle um, my productivity. And so I think what happens with me more often is that I don't write down my to-do list and I keep it in my head. And then I get really stressed out because I have all of these ideas in my head of the things that I need to do today and this week and this month and for the projects that I want to do this year. And they're all living in there at the same time and it's my job to remember them. And it's just, it's such unnecessary stress that I put on myself. And so for me, like 
when I actually take the time to write them all down, even if I write down like 20 things on my today to-do list and there's, it's not realistic that I'm going to get all of them done, at least I can see them and then organize them afterwards, you know, and I can get, a, I can like prioritize the ones that, that need yeah. to get done. Yeah. Um, but I think like when I, when I don't actually have a good structure for myself to have healthy expectations for what I can do, what ends up happening is it just builds up inside of me, like I said, unnecessary stress. And then when I get sick or something, I'm like, uh, I'm so upset that I'm sick. I'm not going to be able to get anything done. And then I'm like, Oh, Loki, I'm actually kind of happy that I'm sick because now I don't have to think about doing these things anymore, you <laughs> yeah. know, cause they just been in my head. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's kind of like an ongoing process for me of learning how to, to best manage that. Yeah. Yeah. So for you with like, when you have your to-do list and you're getting stuff done, but you don't get everything done and then you're like, all right, now I'm behind. Like how, how are you managing that? How is that like, what do you do with that? Is that something that you're still figuring out for yourself or have you in the past had like uh, a realization where you're like, oh man, okay, cool. And then if I do this, then I don't feel so behind. Like, I don't know. What's your answer with that? Yeah. I mean, I'm still figuring that out, I guess. And I think for me, it's, you know, I write these tasks down for the day or the week or whatever. And I, I use it to do thing, you know, online and I love it. It gives me a snapshot of my day, of my week. And I think it's helpful to see, to see a big picture of it initially. Um, like, okay, so I'm doing this week and I never go more than a week at a time or a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I have some shoots, you know, like a month out or whatever, but like little tasks, uh, is like by week and my, you know, so seeing a big snapshot of it, it's great. But my issue is, I will bounce around the tasks for the day because I'm looking at all of them. I'm looking at, okay, I need to edit this. I need to pre, you know, do some pre-production on this. I need to edit these photos, whatever. And I can't just pick one and get it done. It's like, I want to keep bouncing around the second something's rendering. Oh, well now what, what can I do now? You know, and it's, it's good motivation. It's good productivity, but it's, it's really inefficient and I end up, I end up getting only a little bit of each project done that day instead of just focusing on one. It's funny. I had, I had a thought recently. I was like, I haven't made a video or a good piece of content in like three weeks. And this is with one week being sick, but I was just like so depressed. And I was like, why do I feel so down? And I was like, well, I haven't put any, put anything out for anyone to, to enjoy and that's where I get my joy is like completing a piece of content or something. And, um, so I, I've realized if I just focused on one video a week, like one YouTube video or like one cinematic video that I want to put out like a bigger project, if I do one a week, I could probably get it done every single week. That's, that's realistic. I mean, if I really sat down for four hours of editing, six hours of editing a day or whatever, you know, that could be easily completed in a week. But because I'm bouncing around these tasks and getting distracted, or maybe it's a subconscious procrastination that I'm doing because I'm, um, 
afraid of screwing up the project or I'm not going to, you know, once I sit down with it, oh, now I have to creatively deal with it. And, you know, I think that's a, an issue for me lately. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, it's not going to be as good as I have in my head. So if I just keep it in my head, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be good. Yeah. I, I feel like, um, I relate to that with like working on multiple projects at the same time and, and not actually just getting one of the ones done that I'm working on. Yeah. I've been implementing little things into my life recently, trying to, um, trying to figure out how to, to do that better. Cause I have the the time to do that here while I'm in the Netherlands. That's like something that I've said as an, an intention of mine. Um, but I feel like one of the reasons that I do that is because eventually in the creative process of like from start to finish, there becomes a point where I'm like, man, I actually really don't like this part of the creation process. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't know if that's just, I mean, I know I've had conversations with other people who have that as well, but like, I, I, I wonder how specific it is. Like, and if that's why I end up starting other ta other projects, because I get to this point where I'm like, all right, here's the part that is not fun for me. And I know that I have to do this in order to get it out for people to listen to it or to see it. But like, I really just don't feel motivated to work on this right now because it's not fun. Yeah. What is fun is sitting down and writing another song <laughs> or like coming up with some random TikTok video that I haven't put any thought into right now just to keep myself from having to sit down yep. and like edit these vocals yep. for the next couple of hours and really knock this song out. And I honestly think that that's been a big part of this album for me is like, I, I genuinely think that I could have had this album out last spring, mm -hmm. probably, if I really would have like buckled down and decided that I was going to do it. And I've learned a lot about myself. I'm not trying to be like self deprecating. Mm -hmm. I've just learned this about myself and I'm like learning to love that about myself now and set realistic expectations of being like, cool, how can you like not do this? Like not, how can you like keep yourself on track with something that you want to do, but also self also give yourself the space to, um, like, reach your limits with something and then have the consistency to pick it back up. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Does that, does that piss you off that you could have had done last spring? Like, Oh yeah. Like the fact that like you ever think, oh, well, I should have buckled down and got it done. And then moving forward, does that make you want to buckle down? Because, and here's why I'm asking. So, so I want you to answer that, but here's why I'm asking when you get it done, that could be the thing that people latch on to or blows up or or gets you to a, a you know a record deal or or whatever whatever it is right and so like is that a motivating way to think of it or is it like well you know here i am a year later getting it done now so it doesn't matter i mean you know maybe this is how it's supposed to go i don't know what do your what do you think I think it's comfortable in ways like there's, uh, I think it's comfortable to not have it finished sometimes mm. because I don't have to, I can still keep the dream of it being really successful in front of me mm -hmm. versus like it being out in the world. Right. So there's that comfortability of being like, all right, cool. Well, if I, if it's actually not finished and out, then like I, 
I don't have the potential of being disappointed by it not being what I want it to be <laughs> when it, it when it when it is out for for people to listen to. Yeah. you know. I and so to I that. think, yeah, I think that that's like it, it, that wars with the part that's inside of me that just gets really amped about putting it out because I I really do love making music and like I really do feel like it's what I I'm called to do like. We, I mean, we have conversations all the time and we just get each other like so amped and excited about creating. Right. Yeah. And that's really, that's really real too. And I'm learning, I'm learning to love this whole process inside of myself, even the parts that like do procrastinate just as much as I love the parts that get really excited. And, um, and I, and I'm learning to like talk to the parts of myself that want to procrastinate and be like, Hey, like, I love this. I love this part of myself. But also, like, let's get excited about this because it really does matter and it is going to impact people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely safer when it's just sitting on the shelf and I'm like, all right, cool. I don't have to show it to anybody. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I was talking about earlier with the I procrastinate. Um, I'm so glad we shared this. I procrastinate, like I said, out of fear of it, like sucking like it does. That's a good way of, put, of putting it. It feels better that, you know, when it's not done because it's perfect in your head. But every time you create something, it's not perfect. It's like it's never it's never quite what you had in mind. I've only had like one or two instances where I'm like, dude, this is exactly what I had in my mind. And that's and even those weren't 100 percent. It's like 98 percent, 95 percent, you know, but. Um, yeah, I find that so interesting that we're so stuck and like you said too, you're stuck on the creative process of, you don't want to sit down to edit. So it's much easier to write a new song on the same way. Well, it's much easier to go film a new clip or start, you know, scrolling on Instagram and make a reel instead, you know, of editing this eight hour project I have to push through with a bunch of VFX and color grading. (laughs) So... Yeah. And I I think too, it, the reason for that for myself a lot of times is because I can have, I can know immediately if it's going to, if people are going to like it or not. Like if I sit down over the next Mm -hmm. hour and create a TikTok or a reel, I can put it out and I'll know by tomorrow or at least in a couple days if it was good or not in the eyes of other people, you know, and I don't have to like, Whereas with this album, I've been working on it for over a year and then it's going to come out. And like some of the songs are out already. Yeah. And they've, and some of them have done like uh, numbers wise, some of them have done pretty well and, and others haven't as much, but all of them, I think I've gotten really positive feedback on. Yeah. Um, but when I put it out, yeah, there's going to be a lot of work and stuff to do to promote it, but still it's going to be like it's going to be out and I, I have this big thing now that I'm going to be like, man, are people really going to like it? And it's going to take some time for it to get wings if it does. Yeah. And so it's just, a, I, I think what I'm trying to say is like, there's immediate gratification or, or even just immediate knowing whether something is good or not. Whereas with this thing, I'm going to put it out and unless it blows up right away, then it's just going to slowly grow over time or, or not grow over time. And that makes me uncomfortable that process. Yeah. And I guess I was going to ask, how do we deal with that? But 
also, it's something for me. I'll just go ahead and answer it first. It's the process. Like, it's so stupid. It's like, it's the journey. It's not the, you know, to finish whatever it is that saying is. <laughs> um, it's, but it's true. It's like, I have to, you, we have to really enjoy the creative process or at least parts of it. Because once it's done, it's like you kind of sit there and you're like, um, well, all right, <laughs> like what now? You know, it's like there's no big light at the end of the tunnel. There's no it sounds depressing, but like every time you, I complete a big project or a video or whatever. Yeah, you can have like a release party and enjoy it. And like people are loving it and it can blow up or it can grow slowly. But it's like even if it blows up, it's like okay, well, Monday's still coming around the corner and I have to do, I have to, I have work to do, you know, I have to go work on the next one or, so if you really don't enjoy the process, you're really screwed because you'll, there's never a gratification then. The gratification is in creating, uh, the, the stuff, <laughs> the things, yeah. you know? And that's a really great point. And it kind of just reminded me, it's like reminding me right now that I didn't, I didn't write this album and record it so that it could go viral. Like, that's not why I did this. Like that was never the intention, not even from the beginning. I wrote this album because I needed, I needed healing. I needed to process. And I wanted, I wanted to be honest about that process. Like other artists have, that have helped me heal. And, and I wanted to offer that to other other people, but also I, I needed to do it for, for me too to, to heal. And so, yeah, I think even when, like when we create things, we know that it has the potential to do well, right? Because we're trying to create quality stuff, but it's like, we, we don't sit down and go, let's create a viral video. We sit down and go, yeah. let's be really creative and create something that makes us come alive. Right. And that makes the best products I think too, you know, I mean, no one wants to to watch a video that someone like thought would go viral. Now, it works sometimes for some people, um, but I just think the things that like really impact someone and really hit home are never started with the intention of it going viral. So, um, yeah, it started with passion. Yeah, like, ha- yeah. People can feel that through the content, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I think that's I think that's true. So. Um, well, we're down to the wire here on time. So, um, I mean, I think this was kind of a lot (laughs) today. Um, but also, uh, I feel like most creatives can relate to a lot of what we talked about today, you know? Yeah. And, and again, that's like our intention with this as well as we, we, we want you to get to know us more and we want to talk about some, some creative solutions that we've learned and things here and there, but really like we, we, we enjoy talking through Daniel and I enjoy talking through this with each other because it just helps us. It helps remind us why we are going after this, why it is that we've chosen to go after um, being a creator as as our, as our jobs, you know, and not just our, our hobbies. And it's like, this is a necessity for us to have these conversations and to keep, 
<laughs> to understand each other and to like sit with each other in the uncomfortabilities or when we're feeling sick and coming out of the other side of that, just being like, ah, or when we're like on top of the world and we're like, we just did this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Got it. So yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say thanks for, for listening along um, with us on this episode and Daniel, thank you so much for your insight and um, just your honesty about the creative process. Absolutely. Good talk, man. Good talk. <laughs>